everyone, welcome back to another episode of AWM Insights. I'm your host, Eric Averill, and joined by my co-host, Brandon Averill. Brandon, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks. Excited to be here. So the markets uh, continue to not disappoint in bringing some great surprises, right? We've seen one of the quickest recessions to one of the quickest recoveries. And then all of a sudden last week, we get a negative 6% down day in the market. And for a lot of long-term investors, it leaves us scratching our heads of, you know, what's necessarily going on in the short term, but we know staying disciplined, staying long-term, it's the right thing to do. But on the flip side, we also hear now about all of these day traders of people trying to take advantage of these individual equities. And we've seen some crazy things, companies like Hertz, JCPenney, Pier One, Chesapeake Energy and GNC have all filed for bankruptcy, but then their stock prices is going left and right. And you have people trying to profit off of them. What advice do you have for our audiences as they start to maybe ask the question, should I be trying to day trade? Yeah, it's a it's a funny question. I mean, we're getting it a lot. And I think a lot of it comes from the volatility. I mean, we're pretty close here to becoming one of the most volatile markets on record. Uh, so it's certainly been a crazy year. We've had three of the worst 25 lost days this year in history, or at least going back to 1928. And we've had two of the largest gain days uh, going back to 1928. So, you know, when we see prices move around this much, I think it's only natural for people to feel like, hey, I can get in on this game. Uh, There's something that you know, I think we all have observed is that that lottery effect, there's no way that this stock can go any lower. You know, we saw that with the airlines early on the the cruise ships. And now we're seeing it with companies like you mentioned, that are going bankrupt, uh, such as Hertz. I mean, we're seeing, you know, Hertz is filed for chapter 11 bankruptcy, and now is issuing new shares uh, because of investor (laughs) demand. I mean, it, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. To, to interrupt you, just to stay on Hertz, I think it'd be helpful for our audience to hear what this experience has been like and what is tempting about it is, so you had Hertz at one point, the, the high of the stock was over $100 per share, where it drops down to 55 cents per share, but then the volatility. So you have one day it's down 25%, it's down 24%, then it turns around and it's up 115% up 71%, up 84%. And so there's this this emotion as an investor, or I should say a a trader seeing like, well, 55 cents, it has to be too low. It has to go up. And then there's almost this confirmation bias of, wow, I am really smart because I participated on a day where it was up 115%. What would you say is wrong with that mentality or dangerous about that type of thinking? Yeah, I don't, I wouldn't say it's wrong. I, it's just natural. You know, that's how our brains are wired. Um, our brains are wired. It's like the gambler gambler kind of situation, right? We go into a into a casino and we hear the bells and the whistles. All those noises that are going on in the casino are there to kind of stimulate us to go for the big win. And I, the stock market doesn't do any different. So I wouldn't say it's wrong. I think you know the big distinction, like you said, is figuring out who you are. Are you a trader? And we could get into how difficult, obviously, that that is. Or are you a long-term investor? And being a long-term investor, that's where you really need to focus on eliminating that noise. I mean, price price changes in the short term 
are kind of that dopamine hit, right? For the for the trader, they can try to act upon it, etc. But for the for the long-term investor, it's just noise. And we're seeing all kinds of media personalities right now out there. Dave Portnoy is, is on the air, you know, trading stocks this way and that way. And it's really funny. I mean, I, I've had so many conversations with people on this, and I don't think they realize yet that it's just a shtick for him. It's just for entertainment. You know, he's not taking this seriously. He's the one in on the joke. And, you know, so many people just get bought into the media and thinking, hey, I can make a quick buck. And I think when everybody steps back, I don't think there's anybody that if they take a step back and think rationally thinks, yes, there's a quick buck. We all know there aren't quick bucks out there. So it's about building wealth over the long term. And, and so I think that's where, you know, it's not wrong that you're you're thinking that way. It's just that you need to take a step back and figure out who you really are in this investing game. What also comes to mind when you think when you're explaining it's very similar to gambling or to to Vegas, what we always say, right, is you only take the amount of money that you're willing to part with 100% because you actually know it's far more entertainment and the odds are always in the favor of the house. So sure, you can sit down at a blackjack table or or roll the dice and all of a sudden you have this experience where you have this big win. But the rules of the game and the probability always, always tends to be in the favor of the house. And so going back to understanding who you are as an investor is so important because it's interesting. We have conversations with certain people who we know very, very well, who are very risk adverse and do not like the comfort of or the uncertainty of the volatility of the public stock market. Yet they're the same people asking, hey, should I go in and buy Hertz? And it's really returning to what's important to you and what's your plan and what is your risk appetite and the money that you are risking in this investment. Is this money that you would be okay with losing in the same entertainment space? And so I think it just always returns back to, to having a plan, uh, staying focused, staying diligent. Brandon, can you talk a little bit about, you know, if you are going to make a concentrated bet, is this where you should make it though? If you are saying, you know what, I understand that there is high risk and high uncertainty, but I see it as an opportunity. I have this pool of money that I am willing to be very risky with. Is this the best place to go and get return in these individual stocks that have been beaten up or these these companies that have filed bankruptcy? It's a good question, Eric. And I we've hit on it before. And I think our resounding answer is no. Um, you know, Information in the short term is going to be all over the place. Information in the public markets is efficient. Um, even in the short term, when you see prices bouncing all over like this that are generally caused by emotion, I think you'd be hard pressed to find anybody that really honestly could say that they have a differentiator here or that they know something that somebody else doesn't. When I press some of our clients on that, they, you know, they can't explain why they know Hertz is going to go up from here, but they just know. Um, and I think that's a dangerous place to be. On the flip side, we've talked about there are areas where information is inefficient, right? You can have an information advantage and that's turning back to the private markets. You know, I'd much rather be looking at the risk reward setup of a startup company that's curated by some of the best venture capitalists in the world versus my guess on what Hertz or American Airlines is going to do. That second part is a guess. The first part is you have some 
some very knowledgeable people that have lived through multiple market cycles in the private markets um, and that have had a lot of success investing in those startup companies. So for me, if I'm going to put my dollar down where I think I can achieve outsized returns, then I'm going to turn to the private markets. That's just where I believe you're going to have a much, much better outcome. And so I think that's that would be my answer. That's very helpful. And for the audience, really, our goal here on the podcast is is to help provide that that unbiased information to make sure that you have the best chance at winning the money game when it comes to to how you define it. And so hopefully what you don't take away from this is us saying, oh, that that this is dumb and nobody should do it. It's more necessarily does it fit into your investment plan? Do you have an understanding of how much money you're willing to use as as entertainment and gambling versus what are the what's the true sound investment plan that you have laid there so that you can accomplish whatever's important to you, whether that's retiring, whether it's funding your kids education is this really comes back to having a plan, having a purpose and making sure that you're capturing the returns that you deserve for the risk that you're willing to take. And so we appreciate your guys' attention. We look forward to uh, joining with you guys next week. And until then, stay humble, stay hungry, and always be a pro.